You know what time it is. Welcome back to the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Wilbanks, and I'm very excited that you're here with me today. I don't know what it is about right now, the timing and this beat, but I'm just out here vibing. I hope that this is making you in a vibe too. So do me a favor, turn spin the dial on your on your music, however you're listening to it. Let's jam out for a minute, and then we're going to dive into the podcast today. Thanks for joining me. First, I'd like to say I hope you've had an awesome week, and I want to extend a huge thank you to you all for joining in with me on the podcast today. I believe that the hyphen generation is ready to unlock and experience the greatest revival that this world has ever known. On this podcast, we will focus on preparing, equipping, and empowering hyphen across our nation and world to engage with purpose their great commission. Your time is here and now. I'm your host, Matt Wilbanks, and this is is the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. What's up, guys? Again, I say thank you for joining in with me on the show today. Started off a little bit differently. I don't know what it was, but that beat was hitting different today. <laughs> and so uh, I kind of just was bobbing my head like, man, this is a good beat here. I like it. And um, and so I don't know about you, but living for God, there should be times when they're just you're just happy because you're happy. I mean, it doesn't have to be because you got, you know, you got the, you, you found out you made the right grade and it saved your A average or or you got the right amount of money or blessing or whatever. I I want to get to a place in my life that I wake up and I'm happy because I'm, the life that I live, the things that are around me, my, my beautiful wife, my children, my home, my church, my my career, all these things are around me. And then I have this relationship with God that I'm just happy. Now, there there are so many reasons why I shouldn't have made it here. There are so many reasons why I shouldn't be where I'm standing. And, and yet I look back and I know that God was with me. And every tough decision and every complicated process that I found myself in, the voice of God was there to tell me what to do or to encourage me to say, hey, I know you made the wrong turn here, but we can get back if you allow me to detour you and and and, and things of that nature. And God has a way of just stepping into our lives and and being exactly what we think God is, which is everything that we need him to be in every instance, whether it's on the top of the mountain, like how am I a good steward of what you have given me here, whether it's wisdom, whether it's money, whether it's whatever, I want to be a good steward when I'm in when I'm on the top of the mountain. I don't I don't want to I don't want to scrounge when I'm at the bottom and then when I'm at the top just let it rain or make it rain. I guess that's the right way to say it. I want to be wise. I want to, I want God to teach me how to handle myself both in victory and in defeat. 
and and I and I and I hear that beat this morning. I don't know, and 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 I, I haven't got the amount of caffeine in me yet either. So we're we're going willy nilly here, <laughs> and so I don't know exactly how this is going to go, but uh, but but I'm listening to that, and I'm and I'm feeling the joy and the peace of God. I'm in my office at the church, and it's just a, it's just a special man. It's Thanksgiving week, and I feel like I feel very thankful, and so. And I and I and I'm thankful for you guys too. I'm thankful that you have joined with me and that you have decided to give me your ear, excuse me, and and be here. And so so thank you for being a part of of this podcast with me and and for being my friend, I guess you could say. Uh, because if if you're listening to me every week or if you're listening every once in a while, then then hopefully that it feels like there's a kind of personal connection with me. Uh, I take it very personal, and I hope, again, that every word that I say matters and impacts you in some form or fashion. And so um, to to break away from that, I, I something happened last week, and I really wish that this was a live YouTube channel now because I could show exactly what I was talking about. But I uh, I went, went on a hunting trip last week, and there are so many stories to tell. I went to Missouri. We left last Thursday afternoon, or I did, and then we actually headed out to Missouri on Friday morning, and we stayed uh, throughout the week, and there were some some very special stories. We were up there hunting, and or hunting, or however you want to say it, depending on where you're living. <laughs> I live in the South, so it's hunting. Maybe it's hunting where you're from, but uh, but we were we were up there, and we had one of the most enjoyable times just hanging out. Um, and, and being just out there in nature, and, and we, we were there to hunt, but but there are so many things that happened, and uh, if you're a hunter, man, I got some stories for you. <laughs> I had a couple opportunities at some bucks that had horns bigger than their bodies, and it just it just didn't work out. It was a step away or whatever, and so uh, if you want to know more about that, you can just hit me on the DM there, <laughs> and I have some great stories to tell you. I won't waste the podcast time on it, but but I was up there, and, and then something strange happened. Um, we looked at the weather forecast. We, we go in on Friday. We scout the area to kind of see where they're moving, where they're crossing, where the, where the uh, scrapes and rubs are, things of that nature. And then on Saturday, the, the season actually opens and we can hunt. And so that way on Friday, we kind of get settled, and then we have a, you know, like a dinner or whatever on Friday night, and then Saturday to whenever we decide to leave the next week, whether it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever, um, then it's all business after that. And so we're there, we show up, and we, we get our stuff where we want it, we get settled, everybody's, you know, where they want to be, we eat supper, everybody's good, um, and we get settled in, everybody goes to sleep, and then something strange happens. I wake up, about four o'clock the next morning, I walk out the door of the camper, and there is two or three inches of snow on the ground that was not on the radar to snow. And I thought, whoa, what has happened here? Because number one, I'm from North Mississippi, and we don't see snow very much. Uh, we we have seen snow, but it doesn't happen all the time. And um, I've been going to Missouri, I think maybe this was my fifth year in a row, and it's never happened before that I've been there and it snowed like that. And I I actually got to be a part of it and hunting it and all that stuff. 
And so I thought it was crazy. I took a video. I sent it back home to my family and to our hyphen group and things of that nature. Because uh, it was 4.30 in the morning. We have this big spotlight over our camp. And I'm sitting there recording myself. I'm like, this is crazy. Look at this snow, you know. And because uh, I'm, it might right now, it's 20-something or 30-something here in Mississippi. But on Christmas Day, it might be 72. You never know here. And so... But 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 what I do every year that I've gone, it's so beautiful. The country we we hunt on public property there, and the country that you see up there is so breathtakingly beautiful. And so every year when we go in, there's this curve right before you get to the place that we camp, and right in that curve there's a there's a pond, if you will, and then there's this giant tree that kind of overlays it with a limb that crosses across the top of the pond. And I take that picture every year because I'm mesmerized by how beautiful the setup, the layout. The I just think of the creator and how beautiful and, and wonderful the things are that, that he has made and, and how they all just work together seemingly in this beautifully painted picture. And so I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this and I take this picture and it's, it's a pond and trees and leaves and you can see the sun and the cloud and all these things. And so that next morning I wake up and I and I go hunt and 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 I'm out there for a while and then I come back and I look at that same landscape and I take another picture because this time instead of seeing the bark of the trees and the leaves on the ground and the 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 pond of the way it looks it's covered in white snow it's it's a beautiful like beyond words that I could tell you it is so beautiful and I'm sitting there looking at it and I'm just like enamored like oh my goodness this is so beautiful so I take out my phone I take a picture of this I line it up and I take another picture and it looks like a completely different place because of the snow that that happened during the night and so I start to I start to you know evaluate the two and then whenever I, I I got it in my brain, what I was looking at, I thought to myself, what an amazing difference in the two pictures. And then I thought, what a difference one day can make. And then as soon as every preacher would that thought a thought like that, I thought, that's my next message or that's my next podcast. What a difference one day can make. Like one day it's just it's just a trees and leaves and a pond and yeah it's cool and all that and 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 you know like it it's just regular whatever you you think of but then the very next day it's something breathtaking it's something mesmerizing it's something so wonderful that it's hard to even um, put into words how special it is and you're looking at this thing. And when I started to consider what I was, what was transpiring in my mind, I started to think about my life and your lives and the lives of, and this, this encompasses every person that is listening to my voice right now. Like it could be a, a hyphen, it could be a parent, a grandparent, it could be an elder, it could be a son, a daughter, like it could be anybody. Because a lot of times in our lives we get caught in this day and it feels like this day is very bad or this day is very mundane or I'm stuck in a rut or whatever happens and we get to this place where we're like man I, I wish this day was different it feels like it's going to be this way forever and then all of a sudden something happens in the night 
I don't know what happens. God has a way in the night of stepping in and doing something. Because I, I started to think back at some stories in the Bible. I, I can think back of my own testimony in and, and my own life and think of the times where I thought, man, it's over. Like, it's over. Like, I, I don't know how I'm going to pay this. Or I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Or or I don't know how I'm going to overcome this 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 report that has been given to me or whatever. But I start to think back in the lives of of, of Mary uh, Magdalene, she she goes to the grave of Jesus, and she's she's she is heartbroken the day before she goes, like just broken. She has lost Jesus. He is dead. He's in the tomb. He's 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 down, and she goes and she she goes to the tomb and 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 she sees what she sees, and then she starts having this conversation with this gardener, supposedly or allegedly this gardener. And she's talking to this gardener. Then all of a sudden, this gardener says, Mary? And she realizes, oh, my gosh. Master, Lord, it's you. It's Jesus. It's, it, it, you're here. You're not dead. In one night, the difference in a day changed literally everything. She thought he was dead. She thought he was gone. And in one day, it changed from leaves on the ground and, and just a regular happenstance of a day to something miraculous, something unbelievable. And that's not a great word to have in our vocabulary as believers. But it's, it's almost unbelievable. How can this be? How can you be gone and then now, and then now you're back? How can this be possible? But the Bible says that all things are possible with with God. He can do anything. The, the the writer writes Jeremiah, he's having this conversation and he says, Is there anything too hard for God? And God says, Is there anything too hard for me? And so we look at we look at situations like like Jesus, and then we look at situations like Lazarus. He's wrapped in grave clothes and and the Lord says he's sleeping, which means he's dead. And I'm going to go over there after a little while, and I'm going to wake him up. But the, people have no idea what what he means. And Mary and Martha are like, you know, if you would have been here, you know, you, you could have stopped this, or you could have done that. And he's and he's crying because he's like, you don't understand who you're talking to. You don't understand what I can do. In one day is a difference what I can do. Like Like last night, whenever you went to bed, you were crying. But tonight, when you go to sleep, you'll be rejoicing because I was here. And give me a day and watch what I can do. And all of a sudden, he's like, roll that stone back. Hey, Lazarus, get out of there. Lazarus comes hopping out out of there with his grave clothes on. He's like, hey, look, he can't see or move or whatever, so y'all got to help him out real quick and take that stuff off of him because he's not dead anymore. The difference in one day is everything. And so while I was thinking about the story and I was thinking about what happened to me while I was in Missouri on that hunt and in that picture, the vast difference between the first day and that second day and what happened and transpired in the night, I thought about these stories about Jesus and I thought about Lazarus and I thought about things like Elisha where, where they, they, were, they were buying and selling. Listen, this is awful, but it was like they were selling and buying. And, and there's not, it's not a very pretty way of saying this. Dung. Because they were, they were, they were without, and and he said, "This time tomorrow, you're going to be buying and selling, and things are going to be vast." 
and and, and there were some doubters in the in the group, and and he said, Elijah said, well, listen, you're you're gonna see it, but you're not gonna experience it. And the guy does. What happens? These leprous people, they're like, they're going sitting out there dying. They they can't go into the city, and they're out there dying. And they're like, well, we'll just go into the enemy's camp. And I mean, what the worst that can happen? They're gonna kill us. We're dying out here anyways. And they go, and the Lord makes it sound like an army coming, and they they leave everything, and so they have this great spoil, and and then they go back to the city, and they say, we got this great spoil. Why? why we can't sit here and take this for ourselves. We got to share. With the body and so, or with, with, with the people. And they do. And there's buying and selling. So in one night's time, everything changed. What I'm trying to tell you today is that you can put your story here. The story of Jesus, the story of Lazarus, the story of Elisha. I have this list in front of me. And then all of a sudden, I have in parentheses, your story here. What that means is, is that your story has the capacity, the capability to land here. What it looks like today, God can come in tonight and he can start to work. He can start to make the atmospheres begin to mix together and and, and begin to create something that's going to change the visual, change the perspective of what you're looking at. Now, when I woke up in Missouri and I saw snow on the ground, it was the same ground it was the same tree. It was the same pond. But it was something beautiful to see and to, to take in. And even though sometimes you and I find ourselves in a place and what we're looking at, we're like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can, I can deal with this. God has a way of coming in in the night and changing the way that it is. And even if it's still in the room with us, God can make it to where we are enamored and we are over, overwhelmed by him. When he comes into a, a situation that I'm in, uh, most of the time what happens is my attention and my spirit is focused on him and the rest of everything else sort of just disappears. It sort of, it sort of is no longer there because he is so special and so powerful and so wonderful. That, that, that he removes all the things that I was so concerned about just by being in the room with me. So what am I saying to you today? I'm telling you that there is a, there is a very strong possibility that God can step in in the night and change everything. What you saw today, what you were focused on today, what you were mixed up about today, thinking about how I may never get out of this or how I may never see this change, God can step in tonight. And I'm praying that he does, that he steps in this day. And tomorrow when you wake up, you're, you're, you're overwhelmed by the peace and the joy of the Lord. The Prince of Peace, that's who he is and he will give joy and everlasting strength to you. He will give you the strength for the day. Receive it and let God be the difference in the day. What a difference a day can make. I love you guys. I'm praying for you. I hope this matters. I hope it impacts you and changes everything. I'm praying for you and I'm thankful for you and I love you and I hope that you join me again next week. God bless you. 